there. Welcome to Wages of Cinema. I'm Jack. I'm Andrew. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening to us and uh, listening to us again because we actually have not been on the air in a little while. All right. Good night. Yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Hello. I must be going. Uh, actually, that was seriously though. It's good to be back. We were out. We were out for a while. Uh, we had some difficulties, but we're back to give you yeah. movie stuff. Yeah, we had a little bit of strife. Which did we have strife? Yes. Is that the word to use? Yes, I believe that's called strife. Yeah. Are but we... we're going to open <laughs> up with a review of a new movie. We just saw it yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. I'd like to talk about this movie a little bit, especially because it was kind of an interesting thing because we saw this with a couple of other friends. And, you know, sometimes we'll go see a movie and we'll come right back and, re- and record uh, and talk about the movie. With this, uh, this was the first time in a while that we went to go see a movie and it was kind of hard because we have this sort of thing where we try not to talk about the movie yeah. to each other before we see it. It and makes it I, hard to have conversations. Yeah, because, well, especially because, you know, the our two friends who are with us, they, they weren't going to do the podcast here. Right. They could have, but I, I don't know. They might have been felt put upon. They wouldn't. No. Well, I think, I think one of them would have. But the point is... We didn't. I, I wonder, though, if, did I kind of let out a little bit much of what I thought of the movie. I'm not sure. All right. But, but we're gonna, what we're talking about now, though, is Shin Gojira, otherwise known as Godzilla Resurgence. Well, actually, I don't even know if it's still called Godzilla Resurgence. I think there was a poster that had that, but on the release that we saw, it was just called Shin Godzilla. Yeah. Which also, which is interesting because that translates as like a number of different things. It could mean true Godzilla or... I'm not joking here. God Godzilla. Yeah. Or yeah. Holy Godzilla. Holy Godzilla, Batman. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this is significant because it is the first Godzilla movie uh, from Toho Studios, the, the the company that has put out all the Godzilla movies except for two. Right. Um, which, you know, Hollywood put out. Toho uh, is the... In 12 years. Right. Toho is the owner of Godzilla. Every once in a while, they rent out Godzilla to an American company, which does poorly. Or, or uh, like an animated series or something like that. Right. And this was the first film they've made with Godzilla since Godzilla... Final Wars. Final Wars. Which I enjoyed. I really uh, I, re- I, I really still, enjoy Godzilla Final Wars. I have not seen that one. Uh, but I will, after we review this movie, there is something I do want to talk about with another Godzilla movie. But Sounds we'll good. Get, we'll get back to that. Uh, as you all know from our Giant Monsters podcast, uh, not a different podcast we do. The one, the episode there was we an episode, talked about. Yeah, and I unfortunately don't have the number of that episode right in front of me, but I could look it up really fast. Right. If, if you've listened to that episode, you'll know that I am a big monster fan. Uh, Jack is not as much. I, I am, I let me put it this way, I'm not, not a fan. I just, it, it didn't really impact me at the right time in my life that, you know, I think that sometimes these movies kind of happen. Yeah, I gotcha. You know, like, cause sometimes you just find if, if you're at the right age, largely it's in childhood and you come across the Godzilla movies, it will, you know, it's just like anything else. It's like, you know, I'm 32 years old. I wouldn't get into power Rangers right now. No, probably but, not. but as a kid at the time, at I, your I age, you're it. more appropriate to start getting into my little pony. No, I, no, it's not it's, too late. You can it, do it. It's not really for me, though. That's what they all say. <laughs> anyway, Shin Gojira. I like calling it that. Yeah, because it feels it, 
it's an odd title, like because it seems like it's something up with Godzilla's shins. Right, but here's the basic plot: Godzilla. This oh. is a reboot. Oh, by the way, uh, just to quickly say it, it's episode number forty-one point five. Episode forty-one point five. If you want to hear more about giant monsters, listen to that one. Yes. Shin Gojira is basically a reboot of Godzilla. Uh, in this film, Godzilla is being sighted for the first time. And he comes ashore in Tokyo. He wreaks havoc. Yes. And everybody in Japan is trying to figure out what to do in the most convoluted way possible. <laughs> yeah, the way that I, I would put it is almost like if... Uh, not so much that he was the only guy that wrote the script, but if... Franz Kafka had arisen from a century-long slumber and came back to do a draft of a Godzilla movie. <laughs> um, I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying he wrote all of it, but there is a bit of a Kafka-esque aspect to this movie. The fact that it's kind of like this vicious satire of government bureaucracy and how uh, how, how labyrinthine it can be to get a simple order uh, to go in place or paperwork or even something as simple as having a meeting in a conference room. Now this, that being said, this is a very strange Godzilla film. Okay. As a man who has seen most of the Godzilla films, I haven't seen them all, but this is really weird. In what way though? Because it's in... weird because for a Japanese film, this is strange because Godzilla does not take center stage. Because Godzilla, Not really? No. no, he he's more like his presence in the film. I mean, obviously he's a threat. He's the thing that needs to be stopped. But even in the limited number of Godzilla movies I've seen, a lot of times Godzilla will especially be in like the second half of the story. He'll take over. Yeah, and, and you dedicate a certain amount of the film to Godzilla destroying Tokyo. Yeah, or or fighting the army. Yeah, and th even though we always know what the outcome of these things are, that's usually the pattern of a Godzilla film. Yeah. Now you don't have to do that all the time. Yes. However, when they decide to do something different, they've done something radically different yeah. with the Godzilla films. Well, it's well, th especially because it's focusing more about the response to Godzilla. It it almost takes on, um, in a way, it's kind of appropriate because. If you're doing a reboot of the original Gojira, and Gojira, the thing that's notable about that, of course, you could talk about how they did Godzilla himself, or how they did all the miniatures, how for the time it was actually pretty innovative. Right. Like they put a lot of money into that original Godzilla, but it's also about the response to nuclear war and right. how Godzilla came about in that. This is actually, in a way, a response to the 2011 earthquake that happened i don't know if you remember that yeah, in and, the and the tsunami yeah this well is that the is that what happened too yes there was also a tsunami okay because i was also thinking about the that nuclear reactor that had uh, a major issue that was also a problem that happened yeah like, but japan that was, that was got, connected with that japan had a real serious week now the thing that was interesting i looked up in the trivia that um uh, i can't say it yet actually because technically it's a spoiler but there's also something that was related to what happened with this nuclear reactor in Japan. Um, was it called the Fukushima thing? I really don't know. Uh, but anyway, what happens with that is 
ends up being a major thing in Shin Godzilla. Um, now we should talk about that when they do show Godzilla, it is that that is that was what made it a little bit weird for me because when they first show him, I was completely thrown off because it did not look like Godzilla at yeah, all. That's he the- looks like he looked like a freaking inflatable Godzilla puppet that like had no air but and he was, like, also kind about. of looked like a fish yeah because it had like he had giant cartoonish eyes and was like flailing about in the city like he comes out from the water yeah and you know because when you see Godzilla in other movies he's just Godzilla here it's like there's this evolution aspect to it yeah. Has there ever been that in any of the other movies? He's no, always just Godzilla, right? Really? No. I mean, Godzilla mutates as a result of radiation, and he just, from, uh, he turns from one thing to another, and he's Godzilla. This is also the, the Godzilla film that changes his appearance the most. This is kind of like, I, I, I brought it up after we saw the movie briefly. I don't know if you overheard me. In some ways, this might be almost kind of like, a Christopher Nolan uh, version of a Godzilla movie. And by that, I mean like in the Batman Begins sense where, you know, we're going to take, you know, a, somebody who is a fan of this character and of this world is going to do their take on it. Yeah. And they're also going to put in a lot of exposition. Right. Because it's, I had an interesting because overall, if you asked me if I'm positive about this movie, I would say, yes, I, I am. I am. I have a very positive reaction to this movie. But there are also points where, and it feels like a weak criticism to say this, it, it feels like I've run out of a stronger thing to say, it gets talky. Oh yeah, very talky. Yeah, and the thing is, um, you know, you always think about Godzilla movies and you think about them being dubbed uh, in English. Right. Here, this is in the original Japanese with subtitles, which is not bad of course you know I, i'm fine with subtitles this has so much subtitles oh yeah and every single character gets an introducing who they are title card. they get a caption telling us exactly who we are but we don't have time to really <laughs> pre- to even remember they introduce their names like a hundred characters in this damn movie yeah and like you only really need to know who like a few of them are yeah. When it comes down to it. Because there are so many of these government officials. You have the prime minister. You have his deputy. And then ultimately the movie kind of comes down to being about this one guy um, who... Uh, oh, God. What, what the hell is his name? Um, uh, oh, um, sorry. I actually had him right in front of me the whole time. Um, they are Yaguchi, who is the... I don't know, would we say he's kind of just a government official? More or less. I, yeah. I don't think it would clarify anything for us if we knew exactly what his position in the government was. Yeah, and then there's also uh, Kayoko Ann Patterson, who, as the name yes. would suggest, is a Japanese-American woman who is kind of like the liaison between Japan and the U.S. because, you know, it becomes a worldwide thing, obviously, that this monster is attacking the city and can't be stopped by... Uh, what usually does kill Godzilla? What usually doesn't kill Godzilla? I should say because nothing kills Godzilla really. Well, th- yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I'm sure that there have probably been some movies where Godzilla gets taken out, but like, you know, he—that's one of his main characteristics. He isn't hurt by gunfire. He's not hurt by weapons. No. Um, Atom if you, bombs if you, do not hurt him. 
Yeah, well, that yeah, and that's uh, that that becomes a scary thing in this movie because the characters want to contemplate. Let's drop like a big one on him. Let's go thermonuclear. And there are a bunch of characters who are just thinking, no, yeah. no, we cannot do this. Too um, soon, man. Yeah. So I don't know. What, what, what are some other thoughts of yours? Like, is this is it because it's so much about the process of what to do with about Godzilla? No, that, makes that it weird? could have been interesting. I thought it was. It's I a thought, very interesting take on the giant monster film. First, I'm always interested yeah. in these very unique unique uh views on how to how do we tell a story about a giant monster i i the films that i like the most in this little category of films are the films that do something different pacific rim uh took a very interesting look at that cloverfield is a film that i really enjoy the original godzilla cast godzilla as this natural force and sort of the product of the folly of man it's as, still, Luke, it still as blue up. oyster cult said yeah, yeah. now the thing is, this film is trying to be a v- sort of a, ver- a sort of political film. Mm. Not political is in it really. It doesn't really seem to have a message. It seems they're looking at Godzilla from the standpoint of like, how do we deal with this as a government, as if he was like a natural disaster. Yes, and that's interesting. Yeah, I. The thing to me with that is that the first half hour, I found like just because of everything is moving so fast, yeah. you don't really aren't aren't able to catch a breath. But that's almost what's kind of funny about it. That's the satire part of it. But it still keeps going with that, even when they're really starting to deal with Godzilla in like the middle section. It still feels talky, even in those scenes where Godzilla is now the big uh, guy. Yeah, and it's really what and what makes this difficult for me as a person who just speaks English is that. I have to read most of this stuff when clearly these scenes of dialogue are meant to be heard and there's supposed to be something snappy about it. And you can't translate that from Japanese to English and squeeze it into a subtitle fast enough for us to read it and appreciate it. It's now, very that- much a it's very much a movie by Japan for Japan. Not by their own fault though. I mean, I I I would wager that a person who knows Japanese will get much more out of this than um, just an English speaker. But the the thing that's really weird is, you know, I don't know if you could do a good translation for this. I don't know. If, oh, you mean I like don't, a dubbing? I don't know if you could do a do, good dub for this either, because it is, again, one of those, uh, a fa- it is a fast talking film. Yeah, very fast talking to the point where, like, again, I, I, I'm going to emphasize this. I like the movie. I feel like I need to see it again to see some parts that I missed. Maybe. Um, I was very impressed with how, like, eventually Godzilla is shown, though. Like, they apparently used motion capture. Mm. Uh, I think they originally wanted to use the traditional guy in a, in a puppet suit. Yeah. But they couldn't, it didn't quite look good enough this time. And I think, though, that for the most part, the technology has finally caught up. Like, it looks pretty convincing. Yeah, the CGI was not great in this, though. Mm. There were certain parts where... There was one shot that really took me out of the movie. It wasn't even so much with Godzilla. There was a shot where these trains are yeah. going to... And the, are, the whole are, idea, yeah, they're zooming through the city. They're zooming through the city, and the they have explosives so yeah. that they can explode Godzilla. Those trains look so bad. Yeah, pretty that, bad. That made me think of like when I go to a baseball game... 
and on the screen during in between innings they have like the little let's play the subway game <laughs> and they have like the subways i remember that <laughs> it's, it's having race um i don't know if you have this in other cities in new york the yankees have that that subway race thing. yes uh, or if you, they have it in any other baseball or sports things with that and when and even though it's a very talky film it started to really pick up when the main character forms this team yeah, to the form act. a res- well no the the team forms in like the end of the first act huh. they form that team and they are around for the entire film when it was fo- concentrating on that team everybody doing things together that was great yeah. because there was a great deal of energy in there and you felt like something's happening well i think that that was supposed to be the contrast is that you have this whole first part of the movie where everything takes so long for things to get approved. Like, there's a moment where a helicopter is ready to attack Godzilla, and it can't get the order to shoot at him. Right. Like, that's something different. We usually don't see that in a Godzilla movie. It's just fire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when you actually get to then see this team that more organically works together, and they're trying to figure out some other means to stop Godzilla than just dropping a bomb on him, then... Then you have something. It starts to pick up. However, it really does take too long. Well, it's a two-hour long movie. Um, normally, Godzilla movies clock in around 90 minutes, right? They're usually much shorter than two hours. Yeah, so... Yeah, so it... Uh, I don't know. I mean, there is a part of me watching this, though, that... I, I was actually curious... Um, um, but does it feel, even with stuff they've changed about it, does it still have more of the feel of like Godzilla movies you've seen from Toho as opposed to the Godzilla movie we got two years ago from Gareth Edwards. No, it feels a lot more like an American Godzilla. Really? Yeah, because I don't know if I saw that. Even it still felt the Toho movies as bad as they get. The focus was always on Godzilla. Mm -hmm. He always seemed like, a character in his own story and even though he's you know he he he's not a character in the sense of like uh uh you know he has lines or he has motivations or he has any sort of real story that you can connect with he does have personality he yeah he had personality and he does a lot of funny things with his arms that that's more early toho (laughs) but it's uh but Godzilla was had some personality and he had a presence in almost all of his films, even the bad ones. This one is uh, removes a lot of Godzilla's personality, a lot like uh, that was. Uh, yeah, he's, that was he's basically he, he's he is at, when he has any personality, it's just I am a threat. Yeah, and that's it. I am indestructible. Yeah, basically. Spoiler, Godzilla is indestructible. No. Uh, Except for this... how they finally do get Godzilla. Right. I don't know. I, I thought I saw a little bit more to Godzilla. Well, character-wise, you might be right as far as personality, but I still think I enjoyed seeing maybe this kind of Godzilla where it is, you know, maybe we haven't seen, like, such a brutal version of it, but maybe next time it's setting it up so that, like, when he has something pit against him, it'll be something else. I don't know. Maybe, but I can't judge this film based upon what they might do mm. in the future. So that, so that was that, did that deter you from liking the movie? It took, 
what took away the most of the enjoyment for, for the film is not the fact that they changed Godzilla. It's just that it's focused on characters who we can barely name, whose motivations we, we can't go back and look at. The bureaucratic stuff is funny. There's this dry sense of humor about the democratic process there's in moments, relation to Godzilla. There's moments is, where uh, there's moments where like a character will discover something on a laptop and go very over the top. Right, and, and little and dry moments like that are funny. Yeah, it's just there's not enough of that hmm. in this film. In a film that is so full of talking. Yeah, it's. And it ends, and even though it's got that dry humor, it just comes off as so dry, and so and so bogged down in its own dialogue, that it's difficult to enjoy, even for a Godzilla fan like mm. me. See, it's it, the funny thing is, again, I'm coming to it a little bit more as not like a mega Godzilla fan like you are. I've seen you mean mecha Godzilla fan. Ah, there we go. Um, Ding. I mean, I've seen maybe about. I was trying to count them last night, and I've seen maybe seven or eight Godzilla movies. Okay. And maybe that's a fair number. I mean... That's fair. I mean, a normal... You've seen more than a non-Godzilla fan ordinarily would have seen. But I've probably also seen more than just, like, somebody off the street who... That's what I just said. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I think for me... But less than me. So for me, I I was maybe coming to it from maybe of a different place. Yes, you certainly are. And... I think because I was able to latch on to a few of the characters, like even though again there are so many characters here, um, some of them spoiler don't last to the end, um, without saying too much, um, I I was still able to follow along. At least they had personality and they had stakes. So it wasn't like the movie was lacking completely in some character. It's just that yeah, it is different to see Godzilla treated more as just like this mega threat however i do think they do an interesting job of making godzilla into this thing that is i guess maybe they bring this up in other movies but is just he is so godlike that that's why you can't destroy him Mm. that he's this big huge impervious thing um i don't i don't find the fact you you know what you know i think the difference is for me with this and the american one is what I think because the the American one from two years ago, like that one, yeah, maybe they did have a little bit more Godzilla. They might have even given him just the tiniest bit of personality. It was very there's, minuscule. Yeah, there was certainly it, a little it, it personality. Threw you, it threw in... you a table scrap of personality. Yes, but um, but in that, I just found the human characters so dull. They are very dull in the American Here, Godzilla. Here, yes, there is a lot of talking. There is a lot that you can get bogged down in. But I feel like after a while, at least by maybe the halfway point, I was able to connect with at least a few people so that I could go along on this journey. And then also the third act, I felt kind of redeemed some of it too. The third act does get interesting. I'm very interested in what the human characters are doing to fight against Godzilla. Yeah, Uh, It's something that we've never seen before. In, yeah. in a monster film uh, the thing that uh, but as you were saying things got more interesting for you in the second half uh, for me it, it got less interesting okay. especially in terms of characters and mm. plot Okay, I mean it, it's the reason I think for that mm-hmm. is that 
it just kind of wore me down and it was still mm. putting on plot points yeah. and character motivations even by the time we were about to get to the climax yeah backfilling things and you could just see the poor writing hmm. again I, again i i was uh, hoping the yeah. story would ramp up and the story was not ramping up at all it it ramped up enough for me i think in terms of the stakes of what they had to do and as far as we need to get this thing done now, otherwise this will all be over. Right, but it's all people talking about what happens. It's people making suppositions about Godzilla and people talking about the effects of their actions. We don't see Godzilla do... We don't see a lot of the things that Godzilla can to do. To be fair, there and is a stretch of, of the movie where Godzilla is literally, like, uh, asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's people talking about what Godzilla can do and how big of a threat he is when we should be seeing how how big of a threat he is. Sure, he destroys a bunch of stuff, but we rarely see any people get killed. We rarely see like the effects of his radiation on anybody. And you know that is a good point. I we see a family in an apartment building presumably die because Godzilla knocks it over, and we see a helicopter full of people get blown up. Hmm. But aside from that, you don't see anybody else die. Hmm. I mean, you, as far as I know, nine people died because of Godzilla. Hmm. A lot of destroyed buildings, but that's all. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of telling and not enough showing. Ah, interesting. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's that is a valid criticism, and I do take it to heart. I just, I think that for me, the telling ended up becoming something different over the course of the movie. Hmm. Um, so it did work for me again. There are points where I did want it to just not talk as much. Yeah. You are you are right in that way. There are points where it's just, okay, you can say this in maybe not as many words. Um, there, there, it's interesting, there, are so, there are varying reactions to this movie that I've found. Like, one of the friends that came with us to see it loved it. Yes. Like, he, he was like, this is the kind of Godzilla movie for me. Um, on the other hand, there was another guy who... Um, I'm part of this uh, Facebook uh, film group uh, that's kind of like, it's very elite, like the, in a way, because the guy who gets members, he will kick people out if like they don't have enough like of a mix of domestic and foreign films, so to speak, like right. if they don't have an, an eclectic enough taste. And the guy who runs this group, he's a big Godzilla fan. Like he's like a the kind of baby boomer who went and saw probably all the Godzilla movies when he was a kid in the theater. Huh. And he, uh, as if taking a, from a page from uh, the book of Spinal Tap, called it Shit Godzilla. <laughs> he did not like it at all. Like, he, he was like, this is the worst movie I've seen all year. Uh, you know, it's it's like, you think that they didn't show enough of Godzilla in the movie two years ago? Wait till you see this. Um <laughs> I'm, I, I think I'm more positive than you are, but I still think there are issues with the movie. I'm not saying it's, no, it's perfect. I, I understand that. You're not saying it's perfect. No. You you seem to have enjoyed it a lot more than I did. Uh, a little bit more, but not as much as our, our friend did. Right. Um, so I came out positive, but not like glowing, like, why isn't this getting shown in 3,000 theaters level? Right. Um, like, I get, yeah, it's... But here's I, the thing. I think there are just so many odd choices that, it, like, directorial at times, too, 
that kept me kind of interested. There, the guy who made this movie is responsible for Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, which you told me is one of the most convoluted animes ever made. It's not exactly. It's 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 a very popular anime, mm-hmm. which is very critically acclaimed and it's a big fan favorite. But it's also. Uh, in my personal opinion, one of the most infuriating anime ever made. <laughs> oh, where, where you mean where it ends up? What? Where 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 it ends up story wise or something? Yes. Okay. Um, but here's the other thing: it was direct. It, this has co-directors. One was Hideaki uh, oh, Anno, who Who's... is the man yeah. in charge of Evangelion, okay. uh, and the man and the other one is a man named Shinji Higuchi, okay. who recently directed, who just last year directed the film uh, film Attack on Titan. Oh. The live action version. And I saw a few shots that were very Attack on Titan yeah. related. And I'm very interested now to see those films. Yeah. There are moments where... The thing with Godzilla in this movie is that what I think kept me interested in him maybe wasn't so much the personality aspect of him as much as the visual part of him. The he looks fascinating. He has, Even when he's in that weird form at the beginning. He has like... He bleeds yeah. all over the place. Uh, totally on purpose. <laughs> and then he still can bleed and bleeds profusely when he gets to his big regular Godzilla size. Yeah, and and he, he, get... he has like a red contour to him. Like he look he 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 looks almost like even though he's a god, so to speak, and can't be hurt, he has like a kind of he almost looks like he's flesh and blood. Hmm. So I think the visual part of Godzilla maybe kept me a little bit interested. He's kind of like hardening lava, uh. but he, he he's also kind of scabrous. Yeah. It's like he has like, you, you feel like you could peel his skin off. All right. Uh, and he's, and he looks nightmarish. I mean, with all those teeth, his teeth seem to be like sticking out of parts of his mouth. And then the thing that I didn't get, um, there is a, there's one shot or maybe there's even two shots where, and I didn't really catch this, but you, you are a couple. We're talking of about soldiers. the ending shot. Yeah, and it's we not... sh- probably shouldn't bring that up. <sighs> but it, it, but it really took me off guard. Let me put it that way. It was like, what? Why are they showing this? And then when you told me what it was, it was like, really? Yeah. And but yeah, there's a lot of mythology, maybe just in how Godzilla looks. Yeah. That I, I think you could pick apart. I would wager that a lot of the look of Godzilla in this film was based on input from shinji higuchi Mm. because you're not familiar with attack on titan not really i know it's very popular oh yeah and i've seen it and oh (laughs) (laughs) actually i've only seen the first 10 episodes okay and it's a roller coaster ride does it involve monsters yes okay i'll tell you about it a little later but the the monsters in those the titans are these very grotesque looking creatures because they have these very wide smiles almost like they have no cheeks okay and a lot of them have what look like exposed muscles yeah and uh almost like half humans in a yeah. way and godzilla is looks the same way he he looks like his smile is very broad because it looks like he doesn't have lips yeah and because and it seems like a lot of his body is exposed mm. especially like those early scenes where he's roaring you see the bare muscles in his mouth and that's fascinating when I was looking at Godzilla, but then we ha- but now again we have another Godzilla film that has very little Godzilla in it. You know what was weird though to me? It you are you're not wrong. Of course but... I'm not. <laughs> no, but here's my take on it. It felt like there was more Godzilla in this though 
than the 2014 one. I'm sure if maybe you put the minutes side by side, I think it, you know what it is. It's because it, the the pace of it is better. Like he, in the 2014 one, uh, a lot of that Godzilla action is in like the last like 15 20 minutes. Yeah. So it's all kind of blocked in there, and then you get like a little snippet of Godzilla here, a snippet of Godzilla there. I think why in it, this there are three big set pieces for Godzilla. Yeah. And I think that because of that, even when you're not seeing him mentally for me i still could picture him godzilla was always at the center of this plot in shin godzilla yeah the thing with 2014's godzilla is that we sidetracked from godzilla so much just to talk about the main character and his father and the main character and his wife and the main character and this child he found yeah. and the other oh, monster the child that he finds. and the ma- and the other monsters that were also and Maggie rampaging Jones, not Maggie Joan Hall and no, uh, uh, the Ol- Olsen Ols- Olivia Olsen No, no. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen Elizabeth Olsen and like Oli- Olivia hospital. Olsen is I think someone totally different Yeah we're, we apologize <laughs> Olivia Olsen if you're listening um okay so a couple quick little things before we get to this up a couple of the powers that Godzilla has in this movie. Again, I'm not. Again, I'm not saying I'm an expert. This um, is getting. It into seems like spoiler territory. Not is it a spoiler to talk about some of what he does? As a Godzilla okay. fan, I would consider okay. that a spoiler. Okay, spoilers. If you listen to this, spoilers. Go ahead. Uh, skip ahead. Jack will a put a bit. thing in. The I'll put a thing. thing telling you to go ahead. Do not listen right now if you're afraid of spoilers. Okay, good. Um, so Godzilla, now I've seen him do, he has the powers when his, what do you call things on his back? Spines. The spines. That's in the movie, that's fine, but then it shoots off like lasers. Yeah, he, he's like a laser porcupine. Yeah, a laser porcupine, his tail also shoots out lasers. That was kind of cool, I thought. Yeah. It doesn't make much sense, but it, it looked cool. Hey. It, I really liked the way his breath looked in this film. Yeah. Not just because it's so different because every time Godzilla's done his atomic breath, it's always been like a blue cloudy stream that came out of his mouth. And this time, like he breathes fire, but then it slowly becomes more focused until it yeah. becomes like this sonic beam that shoots out of his this mouth. Has the and most, it's purple. This it's, has, that was cool. There's a moment where he finally gets pissed off enough to uh, torch most, most of this, not all the city, but the city right where he is. And that is by far the best fire effect that I've seen any Godzilla movie. Yeah. Like, that really terrified me. Oh, yeah. Like, I was on the edge of my seat, like, oh, my God. Yeah, he he blasted the crap out of Tokyo with one breath, Mm -hmm. and it was just... I, it was unexpected. That's why we put it in mm-hmm. spoilers. <laughs> so yeah. it, it was really unexpected how much damage that did. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think I I had a very similar reaction to that. Yeah, and the uh, now now I was sort of hinting it earlier about what brings down Godzilla in this movie. What connects back to with real life is that when this nuclear reactor uh, completely went haywire in Japan and caused a meltdown, and people were really freaking out. <clears throat> they used, uh, I guess it's like cold fusion, or not cold fusion, but they used like this coagulant to uh-huh. stop it. And that's what they do with Godzilla in this movie. Huh. So it's, it's like, yeah, so that was the same thing in this in the real life scene. So that's why, again, I didn't know that watching the movie, but finding that out later, I was like, ah, that's pretty clever. Yeah. Um, that's how they stop Godzilla is that they fill him up with this 
coagulant stuff that cools his temperature down. Right. Because if you can't get him from outside, why not get him from inside? Which is very clever. Yeah. Um. Oh, one other thing to mention to uh, the music cues. Yeah. Pretty much all from either the original Godzilla or those early movies, right? All from the original Godzilla. All from the original. Okay. Yeah. And that's good music. Yeah. I don't know if we does can necessarily take, give them credit for just taking what they had and recycling it, but it does have a bit of nostalgia to it. It yeah. is good music. Yeah. So you can't blame them for using it again. Yeah. When I was list- when I was watching uh, Cinemassacre did a review of the movie and yeah. uh, the other, not James, the other guy, Mike was kind of arguing like, I love that they have the music in this movie because you know, you want to hear those classic themes yeah. and I get that. Even though it, it's kind of like if you're seeing one, like The Dark Knight and you hear the Danny Elfman Batman music. Mm. It's like, it's cool, but it doesn't quite fit. It's a new version of it. Like you're, you're kind of reminding us of the original Godzilla, but in a way, you kind of, like didn't they already kind of do that with the 1985 Godzilla? Godzilla has re- been rebooted several times. Yeah. Not right? just in 1985, but... Several times, actually, in a row. <laughs> in the oh, you mean like in the 90s? In the late 90s and early 2000s. Well, I know that they rebooted him in some part as a reaction to the Roland Emmerich. Godzilla. Actually, it's not necessarily even that they've rebooted him. It's that instead of going in continuity, they instead st- decide to, to go back to square two. Uh-huh. Where they say you have the original Gojira, yeah, and then you just move on to the second film. I I saw it. It's like Toho keeps doing a do-over every time. Uh, well, by this point, though, it's. I wonder if Godzilla is almost kind of like James Bond, where like they could just you know because in James Bond, you know, you, even though this new version is technically a reboot, it really could just be like the thing of. Here's another person who is named quote James Bond, and he just happens to be doing another uh, James Bond adventure. Maybe this is just another quote Godzilla, but of course in this case it doesn't reference the thing that makes this different in a real reboot is Godzilla's not been here before. Right. What I would be interested in seeing one day with a Godzilla movie is if like you have a Godzilla story where it starts off with that monsters have become so normal in society that people aren't really noticing it. <laughs> like, it's just kind of like it much in the way that when, you know, you, you hear about like a tornado is happening right. in like Kentucky. It's like today in West, uh, uh, in West, uh, Shigeru, uh, Godzilla had an attack with Rodan and <laughs> we advise staying inside this weekend as the forecast calls for regular Godzilla incursions into the inland. You so may want to bring watch your umbrellas. Ra- bring your radiation masks. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, Back, like, well, that's that's kind of what Godzilla: Final Wars did. Oh yeah, because they had, they already said, well, we got a universe full of monsters. We're just going to start there. Huh. And I heard that in God, I saw a clip from Godzilla: Final Wars where do they have like an in joke where the Godzilla from the Roland Emmerich movie gets like taken out in like a half second oh yeah <laughs> i love that and then everybody in the movie is like well that was pointless yeah because well japan was so mad i think by that version of him they don't even call him godzilla he's just zilla yeah um okay so final thoughts on this movie 
Godzilla final thoughts. Go see Final Wars instead. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, this is a very different Godzilla film. I Do you think you'd ever revisit it? Maybe someday. Yeah. I have no will to revisit it anytime in the near future. But there may be okay. someday when I think, you know, maybe if two years from now, give it an I'll give it another try. Mm-hmm. I don't see it changing my opinion very much though. Okay. Yeah. Alright. I would say I would recommend it, but know what you're getting. I would read some reviews before you go in. Um if you really are more about seeing like the actiony parts of Godzilla, like him fighting other monsters and you know doing lots and lots of destruction. This movie might not be so much for you. If you are more of a casual fan, this might even be more so for you. But know that it is still talking. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but I I don't know if I'm going to revisit that soon. Okay. Get the fuck up! Stop!